evening, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, Your hosts, Mr. Josh. And Mrs. Dan. And Danny Boy. <laughs> here to serenade you with some real estate advice <laughs> and a little bit of everything else. Yeah, first of all, apologies for the inconsistent posting at the minute. We're still trying to find out groove uh, for the new year, getting back into the swing of things. You're busy at work, I'm busy at work, we've got shit going on. So yeah, we're getting there. Um, how's your week been, Dan? This week has been... Um, Probably why we record on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I've been catching up. I'll just tell you, I know you didn't ask, but about <laughs> February. Why don't we sum up February? Okay, let's sum up Feb, yeah. So... So the month of February, um, yeah, I got a few deals in. Things were looking good, and now I'm I'm focused on increasing my stock and my pipeline because as of I, your conversation two minutes ago, <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to be left with March and March with nothing. I, I I need to make money in March. I know I've got at least. You know, one small deal confirmed that should come in, but it's not enough now. And I, I need to hit senior. I need to hit this third month. Yeah. So March is like crunch time for me. I've not got the stock. I did cold calling all of today. Nice. Like How many calls did you do? Four or five hours. <laughs> You're gonna say four oh. or five calls. Then. <laughs> like WhatsApps and mm. phone calls and shit. Um, yeah, because that's when you're busy in real estate. You're either busy making cold calls or you're busy out doing views yeah. and closing deals. Like I, I went into the end today knowing what to do. Yeah. It's like, I know I need stock. Nice. And until I get that, and Ramadan's coming up as well. Exactly, man. Like, like, commercial, you're fucked. You need to get as much business done as you possibly can before Ramadan comes. Because, because everybody yeah. goes on holiday. Most of the landlords are Muslim and nothing gets done. Same to a degree with residential, but I think more so because business is closed, right? Essentially, yeah, and there's quieter. There's less opening hours and stuff. And yeah, people are like, "Don't bother me." And now I'm getting calls at fucking what? What's you need to take it? No. Sure. No. Nah, put it on an airplane mode. For fuck's sake. I can't do that. Of course you can. I can't. Uh, uh, isolate myself out from the rest of the world. <laughs> we normally fucking do. You know what it is? I got a, a lead in through uh, the WhatsApp. I'm going to turn my Wi-Fi off. You're right. Well, that doesn't help phone calls, and we need it for your He's thing. calling through WhatsApp like a spaz, though. Oh, fuck that, man. Is from India. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. How do you know? It's an Indian flag. Oh, right, okay. Fair enough. Um, um, sorry so, yeah, so good, good February, but because you've been so busy with... Because um, I've been making deals. Because you've been making deals, no, you haven't to, been doing the car I need to fucking stock, man, pronto. Yeah. And I need to get it all in line before Ramadan so that there's an ounce of fucking chance that I can make some money. Ramadan is end of March, though, right? It's like the 22nd, 23rd. It starts on the 15th, man. Fif- nah. No? Nah. It's like the 22nd, I'm sure. Oh, well, they'll go on holiday from the 15th. Yeah. Anyway, go yeah, f- yeah. 31 days of March to kill it and get senior. Easy, mate. How was your February? It's all right, you know. Just sort of cracking along. Had some big ticket stuff done at the start of the month and then a relatively quiet end of the month. Um, not much to report, to be totally honest with you. But busy. No, not really busy. You were busy. 
the first I'm seeing in sort of cyclical. So the first two weeks of the month tend to be mega busy, and then the tail end of the month tends to be quite quiet because we deal mostly with people relocating. Right. And I think it, people relocate at the end of the month and then start their search at the beginning of the following month. Right. Well, that's where I'm sort of predicting that it's happening because. I mean, that's what I'm seeing, right? Mm. So, yeah, I'm this week at work. Do you think you guys quiet. should prepare for Ramadan? No, because we effectively act as the landlord, right? Yeah. People are still looking. If anything, it should give us the edge because... People want to move out for a month, short term or something. Yeah, again, we're doing less short term, right? But someone that needs to move on the market, if they call us and they call another company, the other company's closed, we're more likely to do a deal, right? That's true. So what you're trying to say is you're all working full time. We're, we're on reduced hours, but mate, life of a salesman, we're working for hours. Yeah, you know true. how it is. Yeah. But we don't have to worry about... Do you get paid overtime for those hours? Uh, good, question. good question. Good question. Legally, you should. Yeah, I think, I think my wage shouldn't be affected, yeah. Your wage won't be affected, regardless. But if you work those extra hours, then oh, it's overtime. Not. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> anyway... Yeah, good catch up, mate. Yeah, March is looking alright. Can all I right. just say to my viewers and our viewers, sorry, this is your view. Oh, it's the Dan podcast, <laughs> now, is it? Dan that doesn't do the YouTube videos. <laughs> Dan that doesn't assist with the uh, audio uploads. You know what I'll do? I'll do small short clips. But anyway, <laughs> remember when we were looking and listening to um, those two broke girls? Not the broker girls. Don't say one of them's reached out to you. Oh no 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 no! That would have been brilliant. You know what I'm gonna say though. Go on. For the first 10 minutes of the podcast, they won't fucking talk about real estate. How was your month? Oh, I took the kids to school. <laughs> you, I haven't actually listened to You it. should listen to it. Right? I think yeah. you've made this exact same... Were we talking about this off air? We did, we did talk about it, but I'm just, I just sprung into mind there. It's like, we're, we're balls deep. We just jump in. How's your week? We oh, do, yeah. yeah. It was real estate related. Why? Because we're doing it's a real estate podcast. It's a real estate, estate podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, and for our six listeners, I'm sure they're very grateful. Yeah, they don't want to know how size, how big a size of shit I took at the weekend, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, no, good, good comparison there. Yeah. Um... For your yeah. information. Yeah, yeah, for your information. Uh, it was yeah. like rabbit droppings. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Dan's got a uh, commercial Instagram page up. You should check that out. Yeah, I give tips and tricks in commercial real estate in Dubai. Um, I guess I'll just sell the name. It's commercial underscore Dubai underscore 007. And it's, yeah, they've just started really. Um, but I make sure and get the good pictures in. I don't spam it with pointless knowledge. I try and put a few. It's, it's quite in informative, actually. Yeah, it's quite informative. You even I saw today. I thought you'd posted it on the wrong account, but there was the po- photo of you at the yacht with everyone. I was like, oh, that's clearly come from. But then I read it, and it was like a comment on you know Happy building clients. good relationships, building clients. This is the risk. Yeah, this I is got, the reward. I got a free from. boat party. Got to meet new people because yeah, my brilliant. client was happy and says, "Come along, Dan." So, do you want to explain the story of that then? Nah. Not even just a summary that you were working with this client for a while. All oh, right. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, they were coming over from the UK, bringing their business. They've they've got business in Spain as well. They they sell real estate. And they wanted a, a unit retail, and I said, 
yep, I can do that for you. And I got them the space. It took a bit of time, a couple of documents to prepare for, and of course, uh, financially as well. But, um, you know, they started from scratch. They didn't know Dubai too well as a, a, in terms of its processes. But you can sit and talk to these people and, you know, they understand quick enough. Um, but, yeah, got them through the doors and I met all the people involved who were the investors. Nice. Um, what, and everyone I met at the weekend owned some form of company. So... Take yeah. your business cards, boom, good networking opportunity. Yeah, it was good, man. Get pissed? I did indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, good for you, man. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm glad you're getting your brand out there. Yeah, people know um, I do commercial. I definitely talk about it enough. <laughs> All right, so last week, but not last week, last episode, we went through a really, well, we went through a company's how to be a real estate broker in Dubai. Yeah. We sort of ripped it to shreds a little bit. It wasn't very well ordered. It wasn't very informative. Um, it was shit, really. Wasn't I, let, it? I let, left a lot to the imagination, didn't it? Yeah, it was crap. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. It was pretty crap. Okay. It was from a crap broker, and it was <clears throat> some crap information. So this week, we're going through one of the biggest, I would say probably at least top five, uh, real estate companies, uh, same thing. It's titled 10 Expert Tips to Become a Dubai Real Estate Agent in 2023. So it's bang up to date. Um, Dan, did you see what was number one or do you want to take a guess? I've seen it now, but okay. I can't read it from here. Find the right brokerage. Now, we sort of touched on that when we paused the audio. How would you go about finding the right brokerage? Um... Because we were talking about market presence and how do you gauge that? Well, you could look at like the Bayou Awards, Property Finder Awards. Um... But if you're if you're coming at it from because most real estate agents over here, again, we're doing the same scenario. We're totally starting from scratch with no experience. Would you know about Bayou and Property Finder if you're in the UK? Because um... UK, you have Right Move, Zoopla, Purple Bricks. I don't know if I'd know about it. True. Well, that being said, then I guess it's all down to research, really. What would be your initial point of research, then? I would just use Google, and I'd type in real estate companies in Dubai. Okay. And then I'd type okay. in top real estate companies in Dubai. And i just keep narrowing it down, Fair looking enough. at experiences, what kind of marketing they do, what their offices look like, the people that they employ... And then probably reaching out to one on LinkedIn okay. or something. Um, or what even... would you say the main thing that you would look at before joining a real estate firm would be? Like, let's say from here you were relocating to America. You wanted to find a real estate firm. What would be the most important thing, face value to you? Let's imagine it's all commission only. They've all got, you know similar marketing and stuff like that what's the key thing that you're looking at what would make you pick one firm over another location to um, what well i mean i'm in new york or i'm in uh all right well let's say dubai because dubai is a small <laughs> firm, right? yeah, and for example okay. the company that we both used to work for the location is very centralized yeah it's yeah, got yeah. nothing going for it really I other than it being I very no central. idea mate 
Is that one of the questions? No, this is just, we're freeballing here. I reckon office would be, not necessarily location, but actual what the office looks right, like. I think that's quite a big thing. The facilities that you get. Not even that, just what does the sales floor look like? Does it look clean and tidy? Does it look modern? That, for me, is probably quite a big thing. Does it look like an environment I'd want to spend the majority of my fucking time in? Yeah, true. Okay. So that would probably be my thing. This basically says the right thing. Uh, says the same thing. If you're starting out, you'll want to join the right one. In addition to the firm's reputation and name, you should consider its commission structure, medical and visa insurance, admin and marketing support. We didn't really mention any of those. <laughs> no, we didn't. But that's a good point. Medical insurance and stuff like that. That's a huge thing, actually. Yeah, it is because there's so many real estate companies out there and yeah. you know you don't know what packages you can get. And some offer more commissions. Some offer, I guess, better health insurance, but... What the hell do you know until you've you've yeah, signed yeah. up, really? Ah, fair enough. So, number two, what do you reckon the second step is, mate? Um, okay, um, find the right brokerage, then... I would say this is much more logical. I, to be honest... Get certified is the next one. Certified, Get yeah. Get certified. So it's important becoming a certified real estate agent... The one you represent should have a lot of guidance on how to do it. The first step is to do your uh, to buy a real estate institute exam, get your RERA card. Yeah, that all yeah, makes total and, sense. And during that process, you should obviously understand the processes and how things work over here. Well, funny you should say that. Number three is understand the real estate laws. There you go. There well, you go. If you pass your test, you should have some form of understanding, right? You would hope so, although... Uh, did you do the exam or did you do the, the course? Well, during COVID times, they more or less handed out the rear cards. Yeah. yeah, I didn't do an exam. I just did the... I didn't do that. Yeah, you just sit there. It was a full week, full day. I didn't even do that, mate. Really? I didn't do anything. I just what? learned myself. Mate. I swear to God. Fair enough. I just, one day they said, there's your broker card. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's, the laws out here are very... Uh, common sense, right? And the biggest takeaway I had from the rear exam is when you do the contract, you create an addendum to it. I assume it's the same thing for commercial. The addendum can basically say anything it fucking wants as long as it's agreed by both parties. And if there's any disputes, it's there in the addendum. So there's not... Rear it does have its set laws, but this addendum will supersede it. Oh, really? So that was my biggest takeaway from it, yeah. Okay. If there are disputes and there are certain things, then it's a different story. But you could effectively say, we were mentioning earlier, if you bounce a cheque out here, it's a 500 dirham fee as standard. However, you can write in the addendum, make it 10,000 dirhams. Uh-huh. If the yeah. tenant has signed it, it's 10,000 dirhams. And that's not comfy. No, that's not a comfy fee. Uh, so number four, we're getting through these quite quickly. We sort of touched on this a minute ago as well, is... Enhance your network. So Dan does that by yacht parties exclusively. <laughs> um, yeah. That's true. I mean, uh, you know, once you get into the groove of things, you've done your training, um, you know the laws. Enhancing your network is, is part of the process of you making money, really, because, yeah. you know, you're doing your cold calls now, you're interacting with other agents. You know, even agent-to-agent deals, you'll be going away 
to certain events, yeah, networking. Yeah, it's really, so network for me, I instantly think of liaising with other brokers. But yeah, you're right, your network is, the more landlords you talk to, the more your name is yeah. out there, they will tell their friends, you tell their friends, you tell their friends. At the end of the day, you're, you're always asking for business, aren't you? So Yeah, there's the famous thing, your network is your net worth. It's annoying. It's a Josh Fegan line, but it's true. Is it? Yeah. I think so. Oh, you brought him up again. I've brought him up again. I'm addicted. Um, but yeah, network is, 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 is really important. What do you think is the best way to network? <clears throat> um, uh, the best way to network is proving the people that you have that you can do the job. And you can do it well, and in turn, those who have you have done well too can refer you, and you can start maybe asking, do you know someone? Like going through the people you know, essentially. Okay, fair like enough. But making you, sure you do a fair job. The people, the, yeah. Uh, if you do a good place. job with someone, you're doing business with someone, then ask them, and you can network through people who are part of your network. Yeah. Mutual friends. Yeah, exactly, right? So you think like a massive, an organically built network? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. If yeah. you were to like, if you're, again, if you're fresh off the boat, you're doing the cold calls, you're not really getting anywhere, you're like, shit, how else can I drum out business? What What do you reckon you'd do? Um, Go to like a real estate event or something? Bro, just hit the phone. Just hit the phone. Hit the phone. <laughs> do you know what I find really interesting? There's no open houses out here. Well, there's nothing stopping you. Uh, well, it, uh, yeah, you're not wrong, but it's just quite interesting that you never see it, do you? It's a huge thing in America. It's quite a big thing in the... Well, it happens in the UK. But how you never see someone just saying, Saturday, pop along into the house. I wonder why that is. Um, well, if it's an exclusive property, like, for example, a 50 million dirham villa in the palm or something... Do you want any old fucker just walking in, having a look? Yeah, good point. But what if it's like an apartment in Sports City? I would say an open house for properties could be something that you organise with the contacts you believe would be interested. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. If you could. But then why the more exclusive properties? For the, yeah, exactly. For, for uh... Or you could just organise all your viewings at the same time. <laughs> That's basically what open house is, isn't it? Yeah. Open house, yeah. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I was going to... Oh, yeah, and then we were talking about earlier. You don't see real estate companies or real estate agents up on billboards or in bus shelters or, or anything like that. Do you? Yeah, I, no, which is bizarre, right? I think they should. Yeah, um, like if you watch Selling Sunset or something on uh, on Netflix, it's massive billboards of a real estate broker's face on a yeah. billboard in America saying, you know, I'm the real deal or something yeah. like that, you know, which is cheesy as fuck, but I can... Wait, I, the, the guys who would make him the big bucks, but you know how much it costs to get your face or a, a poster or an advert on yeah. Sheik's Eye Road, man? Oh, I'll Mate, I don't even know the price. I wouldn't even want to think about it. Stupid money. But I can imagine, we know a few people that would... Do it in a heartbeat, right? If they just thought about it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like, <laughs> I don't even know if we could say this, but 
Lorenzo 100% would do it in a heartbeat. So if someone even mentioned the idea to him, he would run with it and his face would be up on a bill. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> it would be, to be fair. Um, God, he would, though, wouldn't he? He so would. He would love it as well. He yeah, would. Only Dubai would know your face. Fact. But that's... And like a that's week, not a bad thing, and a though, week, is it? Everyone yeah. would know your you, face. How, I'd love to know how many commuters are on Shakes Eye Road at that. And the metro, mate. And the metro. That's not a bad idea, you know. That's worth looking into. You could make it really fun. You could be in like a tuxedo, holding a gun, leaning into the 007 shit. Be like, <laughs> licence to lease or something yeah, like that. Licence to But you, I bet your yeah. phone would blow up, man. I was, was that you in that billboard? Yeah. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon that, I reckon there's something in that, you know, the more right, I've thought well, about that's it. That's for number four then. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah, move on then. Get your face in the biggest billboard you can find. Oh, well, we've, we've, we've smashed number five as well, which is market yourself. Oh yeah, right, you can just skip that one. I just want to read through it. So, generate new leads through phone calls, emails and referrals. Emails is a good one, right? So, when you do the cold calls... I'm a big believer that you either follow up or you preempt your cold call with either a WhatsApp message or an email. Because if you target the high-end stuff, chances are it's some millionaire that's put down his secretary's number or is a CEO that's constantly on the go or something like that. If you ring this person and catch him off guard, you've instantly ruined that relationship. Oh, don't you fucking call me again and put the phone down. If you send them a WhatsApp message beforehand... You just, you're in their phone then, do you know what I mean? They might be scrolling through their messages at the end of the day. Oh, I was contacted by a real estate agent. Send like a really inform, informative message. These are the current prices. This is what I think yours is worth. We'd love to come and have a look at your property. I've got a few clients looking, blah, blah, blah. And then that person will get back to you eventually, you would think. You would think. What are they doing? I genuinely, when I started at uh, Helix Homes, I was being, to be quite, totally honest with you, quite lazy didn't want to do the cold calls, would send out WhatsApp blasts, right? I get people messaging me where I have messaged them in May saying, is your property available? And they now respond to my message and say, I'm looking to sell, do you know anybody? I've got... It's so they kind of log it and remember it's, it. Yeah. What I wouldn't be surprised is they save my contact as estate agent. Yeah. And then when they want to lease or sell, they just send it to every person they've got saved in their phone as estate agent. True. But I think it's a bit more... And their, phones, adds, are, their phones are more organised. Because mine, I don't have a work phone. Intra- I, yeah, I've yeah, got a million contacts. So I've put down like keywords, man, like to remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, office. I'd break it down into like, right, if I know their name, it's name, then it's building, yeah. and then it's landlord, or yeah, it could be agent, yeah. um, company, anything, man. Full Just floor, son of landlord. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something yeah, yeah. To, to remember and distinguish <laughs> them by. Yeah, I just, I found that quite interesting. But you should definitely try it. Uh, even if you send a I do, WhatsApp. I do send WhatsApp. And then follow that. I've been trying to reach you on WhatsApp. Have you got a minute to speak? Actually, I think it just makes a cold lead warm. Um, take advantage of your listings uh, with technology. So virtual tours, walkthroughs, compelling images and videos. Yeah, sure. Kind of the same thing. Social media, obviously we've spoken about it. You've got your Instagram account now. Um I always put my videos on my property vendor. Yeah, you've got it. It boosts always. you up the listing. Boosts yeah. you up the listing, mate. Um, 
Think outside the box and create a recurring e-newsletter to keep in touch with past and prospective clients. That's pretty good. And invest in great after-sales service and follow-up. That's a huge thing, I think. Not so much with buying and selling, but certainly with leasing. If you lease someone's property today, you know it's available this same time next year. If you keep on messaging the tenant and keep on messaging the landlord, the landlord will more than likely give it to you, if not exclusive. And then you know that you've got a tenant that's going to be looking again. But why would they use you? Why would they use you exclusively? Because one, you sourced them at a good price. Two, you followed up with them. Are there any maintenance issues? It's me. Don't forget my name. This is me. Don't forget me. You're going to be the first person they come to, right? True that. That's a massive thing. Again, you should be doing it with sales and stuff, but if someone sells their only property, that's it, right? They're going back to the UK. Um, Number six is become an area expert. Yeah. So what would your tips to becoming an area expert be, Daniel? Pick one area and stick to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just get to learn everything about that area. Simple as that. What buildings are there, the shops, the amenities, where is it close to, um, what type of buildings, what can you expect with pricing, averages, margins, Uh you know, uh, the, the... most up-to-date sales records, what was most, what was sold, what was fucking sold most recently. Everything, mate. Yeah, and I think the more specific you become, the better you are. It's easier to become an expert in a small area. How many bills are in that complex? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's the nearest supermarket? Uh, Just everything, mate. Yeah, so I, when I first started real estate, I was in the marina, and I was scattergun approach, right, like, what can I get? What listing can I get? What listing can I get? Okay, I'll get one that end of the marina. I'll get one that end of the marina. I'll get one there, 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 there. And uh, I didn't really make much money until I thought, right, okay, Stick let's to the, break this down. The key buildings. Let's take a look at which buildings transact the most. Let's take a look at where the highest rents are, what's holding their value. Okay, I can see it's this EMAR complex here, which is six buildings. Yeah. Plow through those six buildings. Become an expert in those six buildings. Yeah. Get those listings. Okay, now there's another EMAR complex just down the road. Boom, done. I'm going to do that side of Master Street. I'm going to do this side of JVR. Yeah, yeah. And you do, because even getting the initial business, if you can fucking tell a landlord what their unit is just from the unit number, you're just building that level of trust. Yeah, right? true. Like you would think it's creepy, but if you can say, oh, Mr. Landlord, you're you know, 2604. 04, that one is facing the sea, and if you're above the 25th floor, you must have a sea view, right? The landlord's going to be like, holy shit, this guy knows his stuff. Like, huge thing, yeah. True. Definitely becoming and, an area expert is massive. Lorenzo touched on that as well a while ago with the mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, targeting the buildings with the highest turnover. Yeah. What, are, what is selling? Where are the most transactions? Um, and yeah, if you can target those buildings, you're not only targeting, you know, the, the higher possibility of selling something quicker, but the... One, the property clearly has value. Yep. The prices are then at a reasonable standard and with reasonable prices, high prices, yep. uh, high demand buildings comes a higher quality of clientele, mm. high caliber clientele. And if you target high caliber buildings now, if I'm just to sum this up, then in some you will get high caliber clients and you can start making more money based off of 
just purely by chasing the better runs. buildings. Yeah, exactly, mate. It, it seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. But, of course, when you first start, you don't know that. So You yeah. don't know that. And then, you know, like I did, when I was doing this scattergun approach of everything, everything, I was so fucking busy. I didn't have time to become an expert. I had to take a step back. I think you've done a pretty similar thing, right? You were doing all the areas of, of, of Dubai. Then you took a step back, focused on downtown... Three, four, five months in, however long it's been, you're now earning a fucking killing, right? You're I'm, literally I'm, proof of the pudding. I'm doing good. And it's not just downtown now. I've actually taken on buildings that I know are good quality enough okay. that I can transfer them from something to the other. Nice. All that Seriously, concept, like, yeah. um, targeting the buildings. It's all down that one line. I'll tell you right now. Um, so, Emar Square. Yeah. Burj Khalifa, mm-hmm. um, then I've got like Standard Charter, HSBC, but I, I can't market those, but I've got the contacts there. Fair enough. So I've got that area on hold. I've got my colleague who does the billboard. Let me just cut to the shit, right? <laughs> Buildings that I actively work on. Emar Square, Burj Khalifa, Aranco Tower, Marina Plaza, and then Dubai Hills. Nice, nice. Aranco Media City. Yeah. Nice. nice. And I'm taking on one more. Go on. Almas Tower and GLT. Yeah, that's not a bad tower, you know. Yeah, no. That's quite and a good it, transaction. It's very, yeah. high, very high demand tower. And I know that I, every now and then, despite it being a different license structure, I do get calls from other clients just saying, have you got anything in, in GLT and the good stuff, the good buildings, <laughs> like Almas Tower? I'm like, no, but I can get you something. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll just, boom, phones. Hit those phones, find your client, what you're looking for. Yeah, no, I think it's huge. You've got to know what it is so, that sells. What, what so I'm lacking sells. right now is the expertise in all of those buildings. I've got it for on lockdown for, for Emar Square, mm-hmm. for the Burj. Um, Aranco Tower, yes. Um, Marina Plaza, yes. Almas Tower, no. That's the only one I really need to work on now. Okay, I, fair enough. But, but it will come with time. Right? It's worth when you're targeting those buildings to rate everything down. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. I've, I've, although I think I've got it all in my head, uh, forget some of it. Man. <laughs> like I need to make sure and study it. Become an expert means sharp, flawless. Yeah, you just should be able to read out the information. Um, so yeah, I suppose becoming an expert, you'll also know how to price your properties correctly which is point seven. Oh yeah you can it's have price conversations right. about anything man but how challenging is it if you what's the most highly transactional thing you're working on at the minute should we just say you must wear what do you mean like, like where, highest... where are you doing most business at the minute Boulevard Plaza and Emar Square. All right, so what's the average por- average price in Boulevard Plaza for rental? Yeah. Um. So I could tell you now that the average price is about two fifty to three hundred plus. Okay. So per let's... square foot. So an average lease for um. A cor- but they're all corner units. There's four units, per floor. The two facing the Burj are about 3,200 square feet, give or take. The ones at the back, facing DIFC, are a little bit bigger, about 4,000 odd. They're and slightly cheaper per square foot? Uh, no, roughly the same. Really? So you're talking, depending on the furnishings, and if it's in fitted condition, 
anywhere between 1.2 and 1.8 million per year for an office. Fair enough. So, if, and that is what it will rent at. Sa- well. Sales price, you're talking anywhere between 13 and 18 million. <clears throat> and someone will come along at 18 million and buy it. Yes. If you had someone put the exact same unit up at 36 million, would someone come along and buy it? No. There you go. So that's the importance of pricing it right, yeah? I know you're a big advocate of this as well, I think, right? Is that you will turn business away if it's not a sensible landlord. If the landlord's not working with me, he's not listening to me, and I know that it's, it's just going to waste my time, then yeah, I'll turn him, I'll just say, listen, man, you can give it to someone else. Yeah, I think we've spoken on this podcast before. You've had landlords come back to you when they then can't rent it at the price they want, right? Yeah, exactly. And you've become... I'll, I'll, I'll entertain it. I'll give them all the information they need because they need it. Yeah, you don't just hang and, up and say, see you yeah, later. And then I'll say, listen, this guy, he, he's, I've given him everything and I've, I've got self-respect to... I've Walk stood away back. from it, yeah, exactly. Self-respect. He knows that I'm someone that can be respected because yeah. I didn't just kiss his arse and take it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, fair enough, mate. So, yeah, pricing right, again, is very important. Uh... Number eight is become a client advocate. I think we've touched on that, right? That's doing your follow-ups. That's relationship building. Relationship building. That's caring more about the deal you're doing than doing the deal. Yeah, 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 like you said. That was quite good, wasn't it? That should be Josh Fink. He's caring more about the deal you're doing than doing the deal. Yeah. That's good, that, isn't it? That's good. Don't see it. What say what? Josh, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> right, you've got to have the tenacity to pursue every lead and professionally represent your clients. Give what? Oh, you go on. Sorry. I just just seeing if there's anything worth noting in here. You need to work smart and invest the right amount of time, and possess a high degree of self motivation, drive, and smart decision making skills. Fair enough, that's sort of what we spoke about. You've just got to... Yeah, you've got to be able to target the right stuff and get rid of the bullshit. Because mm. there's a lot of bullshit out there. Do you know what I mean? You, the other day we were talking about... I feel like this this website has a bit more to work off of than the last one. Are we, yeah, we're, we're rolling with it. I we're, think, we're yeah, like, they're saying more that matters and we can still elaborate on it. Yes, yeah. But obviously they can't write a fucking essay, so... No, exactly. That's why our podcast is so useful and everybody <laughs> should listen to it. <laughs> um, extras. But you rang me the other day because you had a unit in... Where was I going to go with this? Where are you? I Oh, yeah. So you rang me the other day and you said that you've got a full floor or a half floor or something in Marina Plaza, fully fitted. And I was like, let's fucking take it ourselves and sublet it, right? Because there's some money to be made in that. So I thought, however, the expert, fair play to him, turned around and said, do you know how hard it is to lease a business centre in Marina Plaza? And you rightfully said, it's not even worth looking at, right? Yeah. That's working for smart, a, not hard. For a corner. That's knowing that's the shit. Don't deal with it. I'd have ran with that. I still think we should do that, personally. Mm, well, anyway. I'm in touch with a few business centres in that building. They do well, they do. But I think business centres are damaging for... Well, I've had this argument tell me that business centres are damaging for the elevators. 
because yeah. there's yeah. more people in business centres. But I don't think that's necessarily true. Have you been to Marina Plaza for 9pm? 9 9am? 9 uh, no, but I've seen it during lunchtime. Mate, I will send you a picture tomorrow if I get there Do at 9am. I have queued up just to get to the 26th floor, uh, 25th floor, plus 15 minutes. Seriously? In that little lobby there. Because there's three lifts. One does the first to the eighth. One does yeah, the yeah, yeah, eighth yeah. to the 26th really? or whatever it is. Then one does 27 and above. Fucking 15 minutes I've been sat there. The next time it's busy, I'll send you a photo. Why Business centres. Up 25 flights of stairs. Yeah. <laughs> no. I would do it. I you would, fucking I would, would not. I wouldn't wait. There is no fucking way you would. I used to do it for Ontario Tower and Business Bay when I worked there. I would if I saw the queues were too long. I'd take the stairs. I'd walk up eight flights. That's my limit. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I would be like sweating already. <laughs> yeah. No. To be honest, mate, I would just do it anyway. You would not do twenty-five flights of stairs. You fucking wouldn't. I'm. I'm too stubborn, mate. I would do it. Mate, you fucking wouldn't. I, mean, I know for a fact you would not. Do if that. I had my breakfast, I'd do it. No, you wouldn't. This is such bit. This is such bollocks. I would. This is I such swear. such bollocks. I'd put in my earphones. Put my sweat bands. <laughs> Twenty five is a lot of stairs. It is, but it's exercise, isn't it? Right. So I'm on the tenth floor. Technically five because you've got to go. Technically fifteen because you've got to go through five flights of parking. You'll take the stairs down, yeah. Probably not. I don't know. Maybe Why not? If you're so confident that you can do twenty five up. You can do fifteen down. Depends how long I'm waiting. I don't know. Right, just prove a point. Just when you leave, take when, stairs. When you're going down, you don't see a queue. So no, but I'm yeah. saying just to prove that you would do it, just walk down fifteen flights of stairs and you leave mine tonight. No, because you wouldn't do it. Because I value my time. Because you wouldn't do it. I value my time, and the elevators are fine here. Anyway, you're going to say that, but, but business centres absolutely ruin the lifts. But do they? This a prime example. Yeah. You can get like two, three people in a cabin, right? No, in Marina Plaza, you're knocking in at least 10. Mm. They cram in there, mate. They cram in there. Mm. So, yeah, business centres ruin the lift, but I think there's money in it, mate. Definitely, yeah. All right, number nine, an engaging personality. That's fine, that's easy. Be personable. <laughs> Skip. Skip? Yeah. Oh, we're on the we last one. We don't need to get into that. I mean, if you're an arsehole, then... Don't expect people to talk to you. It's lines like this that I absolutely hate. A good real estate agent does not just sell properties. They sell themselves. Yeah. Oh, I hate it, man. I fucking hate it. Yeah. You do get, it does get a bit corny with these sort of... With these Josh Vegans. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's, there's people in the office who really... They, but that's the thing. Like You get people who go over leaps and bounds. You've got fucking cockroach in your bed, by the way. What the fuck? Left that cover in the corner. There oh, is. what the fuck? Oh, shit. Oh, He's gone down fuck, the fuck, fuck. fuck. Do you want me to lift the mattress? Yeah, no, mate. It's not going to crawl my arms. Oh, there it is. Oh, what? What? Jumped. what do you mean he jumped? under the wood. You're not going to find, like, old porn on my It's under that wood, mate. Um, you should wet the toilet paper and just slap it. Really? Yeah, you can throw it. Oh, stop, mate. Anyway, you can edit that out. I need to know. Uh, <laughs> um, 
All right, so number 10. No, oh no, you were saying that some people in the office. Oh yeah, people in the office, some of them go genuinely over leaps and bounds for their clients. Yeah, and they're the ones that make the most money. They do get a lot of five-star reviews. Um, Yeah, they do, they do well, they do really well. Oh, she was so nice. Uh, She was really, really nice. She just did everything for us. Oh, it's so annoying, isn't it? It's quite annoying. I think I know exactly who you're talking about as well. Is it Dubai Hills? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just the LinkedIn is full of it, man. I hate it. I hate it. What can you do? But I suppose... They do well, mate. They do well. They do, yeah. And you're a brand, right? You've got to... You are a company. You're self-employed. But you are the company, so you've got to do it. But it is... <laughs> you've got you, you've got to give clients everything. You've got to go, do a good service. Yeah. Um, all within reason, I believe. <laughs> Unlike some that get penthouse apartments given to them for free because of their good service. Oh yeah, that's a different kind of service. <laughs> we can talk about that another time. <laughs> that, that, that's Maybe a whole different know. episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we've got to be very careful not to name names. Um, number ten. Did we say number ten is knowledge is power? Yeah, we covered that pretty much. Yeah, us. that's that's a good one though. Throughout the podcast, you need to know everything about. But that's becoming a your client in your area and your client. The more you know about your client, the easier. That's qualifying. Let's just stay up to date on the light on the light on the latest topics in real estate. Continue education. Um, a good real estate. This is interesting. A good real estate agent is similar in nature to a conductor of a symphony. Okay. Any ideas where this could be going? Uh, processes, making sure everything's on time at the right time, sort of thing. So you're coordinating different players for a successful transaction. At different points in the process, the real estate agent is a salesperson, a buyer's advocate, an analyst, a business manager, a consultant, a negotiator, and a marketer. It involves hard work, dedication, social skills, being good at your job. Essentially depends on how much time, patience, and effort you're willing to put into it. True that. True that. So all in all, that's pretty good, I reckon. Yeah. We gave 10 tips. 10 tips. Anything that you think they're missing? Um, what do I think they're missing? Good question, you know. I think, I think we've elaborated on a lot of stuff, but fair enough, that's just a quick article. 10 expert tips. So do you have an expert tip? Work smart, not hard is definitely the one I go with. I would say avoid cold calling. I think this is a real hack on where the market is going to change. Anything you can do to make the cold calls warm, I think you have to do. I think try and meet people first. I think send a message first. I think send an email first. I think something like that. It's going to make your life easier. It's going to make you look more professional. So, yeah, that would be my biggest takeaway tip from it. How about you, Daniel? I would say, yeah, be the consultant. Yeah. And then list all the shit. I could probably sum up three of those points in that (laughs) one statement. For example, knowledge is power, be the expert. Yeah. Maybe that's just the same play along words. Community expert. Yeah. Um, advising and yeah 
advising and not being scared to tell the truth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also think an engaging personality had just come back to me. That's quite huge because a big part of business, a big part of real estate business, especially at a company like House and House, is referrals, right? Yeah. And how do you get the referrals? Because you're in a team of, let's say, 10 people. The Marina's a team of 10 people. How do you stand above those 10 people? Yes, getting the results is probably the easiest way. But if you're a fresh face in the office, how are you going to beat someone that's been there for three years? Talk to people, make friends with people, ask them for business. That's a surefire yeah. way. I think... Like, be of value. Be of value. But, you know, I reckon... Do you still go round to the main office to have cigarettes and stuff? No. No? Interesting. I reckon you would probably... I reckon you were the most prominent face in the commercial team because you used to come round and talk to all of us regular brokers yeah. just for a cigarette. Like, that's how we met, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I didn't even know half the people's names in the commercial team until I ended up sitting opposite you because we moved offices and all that sort of stuff. And I bet if you were to ask House and House, maybe it's changed since I left, if you were to ask most of the brokers in House and House who's in the commercial team, yeah. Daniel Craig would 100% be the first name that said. Yeah. Or maybe it would have been you know, CJ. You know, I could, have, I could probably start doing that again and just seeing. Because, yeah. mate, as soon as you're there talking to them, as soon as, whether it's a shit lead or whether it's a hot shit lead, At least they're going to send it to. Do you know what I mean? Sounds good, mate. So, yeah, yeah having an engaging personality. That also sort of fits in network. You need to network in your own company. Have you ever read the script? I did this at high school. Death of a Salesman. I have not read the script of it, no. Heard of it. Have you heard of it? I'm trying to remember what it concluded with. And for some reason it sticks in my head that being liked is not everything. What getting the job done is. I'm trying to remember. Like this, the, the salesman died thinking that he thought he was well liked, but in fact he struggled to maybe understand certain things. I can't fucking remember. Sounds miserable. But I suppose you're right though. If you were in real estate, if you had a lead that you're going to make money on uh, if that person closes it, you probably wouldn't give it to your friend who's going to fuck about and be down the pub at 3pm. You'd give it to the broker who is going to get the job done. Maybe, is that what you're trying to say? No, I'd, I would genuinely need to go back to that fucking book and read it again. Fair enough. Homework um, for next week's episode. I'm pretty, sure the, guy, into a book club? pretty sure the guy just ended up being very, he was very stubborn. He thought everyone liked him, but they didn't like him too much and he wasn't of much as much value as he thought and they weren't really making it. But he was he thought that he was getting on with everyone and, and thought all I need to do is get them to like me to sell to sell something. But you need to do more than just be liked. You need to be good at your job. You so that maybe that's so. what you're saying, yeah. I think so. Oh fuck it. Well thanks for that. Shall I be down first? No worries, mate. And then instantly backing up what I said. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> Oh, I was um, trying to think about it and remember you. Yeah. But you're right. You're always right, Josh. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, Thank you. Uh, let's get you start listening to Josh Regan again. 
Right, on that note, let's fucking wrap it up. <laughs> Just a little short episode this week. We started late. We're sober. We'll get back on track next week. <laughs> we're sober. Um, yeah, we're not as talkative when we're sober, to be fair, are we? I think it's gone fine. Like we, we yeah, yeah, Our yeah, main objective was to go through that, and we built upon that. Um, I think next week we'll have uh, something new, something fresh. Yeah, we're going to we'll, give Dan the challenge of finding the topic next week. You want me to do that? Because okay. I've done every single part. Yeah, I'll do, it, I'll do it next time. I'll get a few topics <laughs> together and All we, right. can, we can do that. That sounds good. All right, nice one. Well, yeah. guys, if you're still listening, thanks very much. We appreciate you uh, bearing with us whilst we're sorting shit out. Um, yeah, have a good evening, everyone. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for listening. Adios, amigos. Time. <laughs>